You'd be disappointed every day then because everyone would be moving on from Christmas, but you'd still be stuck in Christmas. Wait, so you're uh, saying if it was Groundhog Day, but only for you, it would be disappointing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because the, every day you have the realization that it's not Christmas. <laughs> but would you realize that or would you just think that no one else is celebrating? No, I, where do you go on Christmas? You stay at home. <laughs> different presents every day is it like the each time you go it depends if your uh, family or whoever you stay with plays along with, <laughs> with oh, your delusion right i think if it's covid time and you're just and you just think it's a covid christmas it's like the most plausible time of the year because you're not going to have any family visiting you you're not going to leave the house so you just sit in there with the christmas tree up yeah, sort of like no presents. Like, well, everybody messages. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe do some Amazon because, ordering. You know every why? Day. Because you don't have a time marker. You don't have a time marker. True. Like, I mean, yeah. my theory is that Australia Post has ruined Christmas. <laughs> because every time I get a gift at the door now, I'm like, what's the point of Christmas now? Because I get just as excited about Australia Post. That's true. <laughs> Well, I guess they're, they're trying to like build that excitement back up by delaying everything now. Well, That's like, exactly right. <laughs> I got something and coming in the mail. And it's, like I'm getting out of bed at three a.m. Going and the presents just aren't there yet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but the milk and cookies keep going. That's exactly I've, right. I've got, I've got something waiting to come in, and it's ta- um, it says it will take twenty five days at least. Yeah. Like what? What is this? So. What does that bring us to? That will bring me to mid-October. Basically, so, when the shutdown ends, you're like, all right, package. <laughs> I, could have just, I could have just gone out and get it. I hope it's not a mask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did a click and collect. Uh, not click and collect. Um, uh, we bought something from Big W. Um, one of those ring fit things where you oh, yeah. switch things. Yeah. So we bought one of those and we're like, oh, we can't go to Big W, you know, Found gates are a hot spot and all that. So, like, we'll just, like, order it online, right? So, we order it online. We'd assume, like, you know, they'll send the message to the store just down the road and they'll package it up and they get sent to somewhere else. Oh, it went to New South mistake. Wales. It went to <laughs> New South Wales. What? And then, and then they had to get the um, sent from New South Wales interstate. And then it went And then the package quarantine for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, but it went two weeks. Staying <laughs> in a hotel. By itself. <laughs> Ring Fit was in a hotel room. <laughs> and then, yeah, it took, it took, that one took 20 or something days. Yeah, was, I, I got like a, a book from the Angus and Robinson store in the city. Literally yeah. took a month to get to my place. From the city <laughs> to my house. Just walk. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> Wait, you could have just said you'd gone to work and gone and picked it up. Or is the store actually shut? The, the store's actually shut. Ah, yeah, yeah. No bookstores are open even if it's That's coronavirus true. or not. I mean, Kmart was shut. I was shocked. I didn't realise they physically shut. I think the issue is the issue is which distribution centres they're routing through, right? If it goes through the Melbourne CBD one, it's basically you're not going to hear for it for ages. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. Like, have they laid off like all their staff? You'd think they'd be getting more people in. I guess if they need to have that 1.5 meter separation, that's a bit hard. Yeah, yeah mm. true. Uh, the, uh, at Angus and Robinson, each book is 1.5 meters. It's crazy. It's kind of this like weird interstellar style thing going on with the rack of the books. <laughs> is yeah, it's my neighbors decided that they wanted, to, they wanted to get a dog. And they went to get a um, a cavoodle and they were like, oh, yeah, we'll just, you know, go <laughs> and do our thing. It'll be dead by the time it comes over. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, so funnily enough, no cavoodles in Victoria uh, were available. But there was one in New South Wales. And you can imagine, so, so you can imagine there's already some barriers to entry here being yeah. that you can't go to New South Wales. So... Basically, this breeder knew a truck driver. This truck driver got the puppy, put it 
in the seat next to him, actually put like half a litter of puppies in the seat next to him, drove from New South Wales to Victoria and gave the dogs to their like, you know, future owners at a petrol station in Officer. What? That sounds the most dodgiest thing I've ever heard. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like there's got to be something wrong here. There's got to be something wrong. This here. is like, definitely going to be a pure, like a, a pure great caboodle, not like some like crack, <laughs> but like 99% pure caboodle. <laughs> why? Why is this half like half truck driver? <laughs> why would you? Why would you have to go to officer to pick it up? Surely, like you know. Yeah, you know, let's meet halfway kind of thing. Why Why yeah. still drive, like, an extra Whoa, five, six hours across halfway, the border? I'll end up meeting in, like, Bendigo or somewhere. If you're coming from New South Wales, that's, like, office is, like, south, southeast. Like, that's, yeah. like, an extra, like, eight hours from the border. Might as well right, yeah. Wilson from at that point. Yeah. <laughs> That Amazing. sounds really dodgy, but then in my mind, it's like the cutest thing ever. Like this, I, to me, the truck driver is like this super friendly dude, and all the cavoodles have like <laughs> their one seatbelt on, and they're all sitting there, like and it's the cutest situation ever. But really, it's not. It's like the cavoodles are probably starving and covered in beer and chips and everything. She's <laughs> having this like crazy hallucination after taking like so many drugs. He's just driving, like looking across the top. Like, <laughs> Again, it's probably like the whole like Christmas versus Australia post thing, really. Yeah. Isn't it? It's like the yeah. same concept. Yeah. You know, you think it's like the, the truck driver is like Santa, but really they're just, just a struggling it's another fat man, but it's a different kind. Yeah, <laughs> this, guy's, right. this guy's wearing shorts. <laughs> Aussie yeah, and carrying, but he's also carrying a sack full of puppies. At least to stop him. Like I don't. They'd be like, I don't know why, but I'm gonna arrest you. Like I don't know what you're breaking. What sounds <laughs> 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 dodgy. Hi, Les. Hey guys, hey, how's it going? Good. Speaking of arrests, did you see that thing I sent about oh, the hilarious. police? So uh, Callum wouldn't have seen this, but um, a news article came out saying that this um, the first Victorian woman uh, officer to be arrested and jailed because she was squatting six houses at the same time. No, she no, 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 but I think it, no, or she just like no, no, the issue claimed them underscored. No, no, the issue was that she was using her police position and uh-huh. abused her police position to, to claim squatters' rights, right? Yeah. Like if you're just a squatter, then there's actually nothing illegal about that. But I did yeah, that's what that's why I was wondering. I did not know hmm. I, I know we've talked about this. I know we've talked about on the podcast about squatters' rights, but I did not you know you can squat at six places at the same time. Yeah, but she was she was doing it so that she could um, claim ownership of all these places and also use it as like tax write offs and stuff like that. That's yeah, amazing. She was adding them to her like property portfolio yeah. and shit like that. It's pretty pretty suspicious. Yeah, because we were talking about this ages ago, right? Like yeah. The guy who what squatters right to a in place Sydney, in Sydney, like two million dollars. Like, yeah, something yeah. ridiculously yeah. expensive. Well, how do we go find a list of vacant houses? And we'll just rotate. Just just break into each one and think, yeah. you know, just hope that no one, you know, pops in yeah. after you, you've broken yeah. into it. If there's a listed house, if there's a listed house that's saying empty, I, I don't think it's empty anymore, <laughs> I think. Yeah. No, that I mean, house is got... for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Opportunity. Yeah. I think it's about like squatter's rights is like seven years of ownership or something like yeah. that. Something, yeah. something really long. So you can't just, you know, I mean, it's a fairly big commitment to squat somewhere for that long. What happened? And then like, to like, six like, places. But why is no, 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 right. a parent or something? What's after? Or like if there's like a, an old person who say dies and they don't yeah. have any family that they know, True. but you're a neighbour and you know that they don't have family. Yeah. That's where your opportunity is. Yeah. Where you can be like, until, like, if no one finds out, this is it. It's awesome. Would you do, like, Ferris Bueller's Day Off where you, like, find the old person, you dress them up, you, like, take them out in the wheelchair. That's, and um, that is not Ferris weekend Bueller's Day Off. It's Weekend at Bernie's, bro. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Which Ferris Bueller's Day Off did you see? I haven't seen either of them. Ferris seven years off. That one must have gone straight to DVD, I think. I think you were relying on squatters' rights for, like, you know, like a really big, like that 
what was it, $2 million? Like 20, that or more, yeah. Yeah, something like a million dollar house. And then in the six and a half year mark, somebody walks in and takes it back. You'll be like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I mean, right? Like, um, like what Callum said, it's old people who didn't leave wills and basically, yeah. you know, that, that's, that's where... That's where the opportunity But it's only if they find you. So for that six and a half month, uh, six and a half year mark, they come in, you hide and you stay there for the other six months, just living between the walls. <laughs> but, but I mean, the guy was also paying the council rates, all the bills. Yeah, but that's what I don't well. get, right? Like, how do you just like randomly assume the house? You just get, you change all your documents to say that you're now staying at a place yeah. that you don't know. Well, she's, she had a, the, like, you know, had the best possible scenario because yes. police are the people who find the dead people. That's true. Definitely and right. find the lonely dead people at that. Yeah. So it's such an opportunity, well, uh, opportunity. It's like really suspicious thing to do, but like yeah. as a cop, that's where the trust of society comes in. There's like someone's died, they have no family. You should probably put it out to public auction. She got yeah, So I think it was she was, she, was, she was arrested for abusing her power as a police person mm-hmm. as opposed to being a squatter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like five properties, fine, but six. <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> that, that's the limit. We know where the line is. Warm me six times. <laughs> I wonder if you were squatting, could you still rent out those places because they're not occupied? Could you technically still rent them out mm. after after you? Not for seven years. After seven years. No, but I think I don't know if you're claiming rental income. There needs to be some sort of proof of ownership. But you know how you can tutor people yeah. for money cash and then mm-hmm. that's okay yeah of course they're paying you cash off the books yeah i mean you're living in the house off the books <laughs> <laughs> maybe that can be like a sneaky thing like you know you don't realize but there's a little shed in the corner of your house in your property and there's actually someone who's been squatting there for six and a half years <laughs> <laughs> they're just waiting for that extra half year and then they'll jump out and they'll be like, I've been squatting for seven years. The house is mine. Yeah. And you're like, oh, damn. It's like the swipe and no swiping thing. You got to get them before they get to the seven years. And, and then, and then he jumps out. He jumps out like around six years and 10, 10 months, Mark. And he says, it's like, he hears you like turn the key to leave the house. And then he jumps out and says, are, are you leaving? <laughs> are you leaving? Same <laughs> says he's been squatting in the shed the entire seven years, right? Can he claim ownership of the entire property or just the shed? Well, it depends if it's an attached <laughs> dwelling part, right? Yeah. <laughs> if it's not an attached dwelling part, then you'll just get ownership of the, the shed. I remember I was listening to a radio and someone said that they bought a house and they bought it, it as like, bought the whole property and then they moved in and then as soon as they moved in they were like oh and by the way there's a shed out the back with another guy living in it and you, you this is what you've bought and <laughs> just had, had to take what? it <laughs> he's, your, he's your son now you've adopted him <laughs> but they didn't mention it in the whole like selling part they were just like there's a little i think it was like a little not shed maybe like a little granny flat and they're like oh by the way bill lives there and they're like Okay. <laughs> How do oh, they the not way, see there's a, like an inspection or anything? How do they not see the extra like property at the back of the house? <laughs> no, I think that I think they thought that the granny flat was theirs. So I just I think they just thought that they owned all of it when they were like, oh, by the way, <laughs> they, just, they just thought that he was another person inspecting the house, <laughs> and then he just stayed <laughs> for longer. So I heard an interesting one the other day, which is on the topic of you know being fraudulent and all of that sort of stuff. Um, apparently, this woman just got convicted to go to jail for sawing her own arm off to try and or get an insurance claim. What? And they worked <laughs> it out. Backfire ever. Wow. And, and she went to jail for two years. And her boyfriend went to jail for three years. And the boyfriend's mother or father went to jail for a year. So three people went to jail and no arm. The woman so sawed her own arm off. Did you read? Did you read how much she was trying to claim? Because I don't know if that's worth it. Sawing your own arm off—that's. I, I can't oh imagine God. it would be. No. <laughs> Not an arm, like far out. Yeah, there's there's plenty of other injuries that I'm sure are claimable, yeah. right? Yeah. Like I'm sure it was like a hand or something. But I'd rather lose one leg. If I had to choose between an arm and a leg, I think I'd choose the leg. 
left yeah, arm good. below knee, so I can still get a prosthesis, but I'd definitely go. All right, I found I found it. I, I had to Google this to you know be sure. Please please tell me it was more than like twenty thousand dollars. Right. <laughs> if anything's right. lower, then I feel like that's a bit of. Yeah, a do, do you guys want to know what, which country it came from? Yeah, go on. U.S. Right. It's it came Florida. from Slovenia. Ah, okay. ah right. <laughs> All right. I would not have guessed that. <laughs> and it was apparently for four hundred thousand euros. That's not much money. That's not oh. that much money. I mean, it's just the money you remind Because occupational therapy is expensive, right? Or like it was going to be compensation in monthly payments of 3,000 euros. What could 3,000 euros buy you in Slovenia? Let's have a look at that. That's, that's, that's a decent like salary <laughs> wage. Yeah. I reckon 400,000 euros is pretty good for 3,000 a month. Yeah. yeah. If that's not a lot, is it? I'd sort oh, my own money that. Play. Yeah, I'd do it. Because the Euro is about maybe two to one Australian. What would be the most inappropriate headline pun? So 3,000 <laughs> euros is $4,872. The police saw it coming. As of today. No, that's not that good, man. That's Something about um, uh, they were up in arms. <laughs> An arm in a w- w- uh, woman tries to defraud um, insurance company, uh, ends up. In uh, arms. Leaves empty handed. <laughs> <laughs> no, w- no, it would be like fraudulent, like uh, attempted fraud caught woman up in arm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the average monthly salary, or no, no, the minimum wage in Slovenia is 886 euros a month. So she's That's not, lot, so three man. people could have worked minimum wage for the cost That's of one arm. Minimum wage. Does that mean that she would have had to insure her arm for $400,000 beforehand? I think it might may have it might have been like income protection. Maybe she like, was on like, like um, three thousand euros. <laughs> well, well, most 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 people's super funds have like total permanent disability on it. Right. right? I think um, if you lose your arm, you'll probably get you probably. So so it. apparently they tried claiming um, like so they severed her hand off and tried saying she she cut it um, in a while she was trying to saw off branches. Um, so they rushed her to the hospital. And they actually left the hand at the house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Small detail to leave behind. Right. They left it like right there. Wow. Like at the house. Like in the. Or like wherever they cut it. Oh my, oh my goodness. Gosh. Imagine. It's like, it's like, it's like they, they, they cut her hand off and they're like, and she's like, oh my God, this is so bad. And like, oh God, oh God, oh God, what do we do? What do we go? What do we do? <laughs> that's that's <laughs> horrifying. Like, it wouldn't be like this. It'd be like, like this. <laughs> just <laughs> one hand. What but the thing is, like, you can't just, if you touch your hand with a chainsaw, it's not just going to come off. Like, you got you to gotta keep going. Yeah. There's a lot Through of pain. one yeah. hand cuts yeah. a chainsaw or anyway. anyway. He's holding a chainsaw. It's like, it's like a lightsaber. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm pretty sure the, the boyfriend and the mum were actually cutting the hand, right? She's, they're yeah, not expecting course. her to do it herself. They would have done like, with like a circular saw or something, but yeah, that would be excruciatingly painful. Whoa, that's that would be life-changingly painful. How did they decide who got their arm chopped off? Because they wanted to share the money, right? So obviously they were like short straws. Uh, it did like, rock paper scissors? Short arm. <laughs> <laughs> you never play rock paper scissors again. Yeah, she yeah, definitely got the short destined, straw. She's destined well, yeah, to be paper, rock. Scissors. Whoever goes rock, it's like, well, you've already got the stump. <laughs> A woman tries to cut her hand off to uh, get insurance claim. Police are stumped. <laughs> You got to hand it to her. <laughs> <laughs> so what did she get? So did she get anything? We know that the three people went to jail. I'm pretty sure if she's gone to jail, she can't. She'd have to hand back any money she got out of the claim. Well. <laughs> hand back any. Uh, well, <laughs> she went to jail, but they're yet to find her other half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> an arm and a leg. <laughs> she no, her five insurance policies. Her hand went to jail. Hey, let's be <laughs> Hey, hey. If she had a good lawyer, you can't write her off. Oh, well, I mean, the, the article did say she went to jail. Oh, fair. <laughs> <laughs> Police tried to handcuff her, but she got away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, apparently, no, no, I found another article by the BBC. So, the boyfriend left the severed hand behind rather than bring it to try to ensure disability was permanent. 
However, authorities recovered it in time to sew it back on. Oh. <laughs> oh. The plot is thickens. it functional or does she just have like a limp <laughs> hand? It, it does. <laughs> like a zombie say. hand. <laughs> no, but I'm assuming if they're, they're going to sew it back on, they're trying to get some sort of there is nerve connection, right? Otherwise, you just have like a, like a, a really bad like, disease. Oh, like, like Tobias and Arrested <laughs> Development. Yeah. Like the. <laughs> <laughs> But but if the nerve endings are dead, there's no they're not going to sew the hand back on, right? Yeah, at that point yeah. you say get a prosthesis. Otherwise, you just have like this red mm. claw. <laughs> Let me grab that for you. <laughs> Scoops it across the table. Oh man! <clears throat> and in jail, they give you what like the trays, like cafeteria food <laughs> on trays, right? That's going to be pretty tough. Oh, wait, wait! I found an article with a video. Uh, she keeps her hand covered with like a like a rag or like a towel or something. So she looks like a waiter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she was a waiter up until the point that she lost her hand and she was trying to get that insurance so that, you know, she can't hold her bag when you don't have the thing at the end. (laughs) I'm just thinking of, you know, the butler in Scary Movie 2. Take my strong (laughs) hand. (laughs) (laughs) Got to get the stuffing in there. (laughs) You're right, is there? Uh, we're deep into the conversation now. But let's do an <laughs> intro. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. All right. Yeah, true. Uh, and welcome to another episode of Bear With Me. Go around the squares. We got Jason. Hello. Tom. Hey. Lydia. Hello. Matt. Hello. Les. Hey. And returning guest, Callum. Woo. Hey. Hey. Welcome, Callum. Welcome back. And myself, Josh. Uh, we've we've been starting to talk about real estate. <laughs> so I thought, I actually thought it would be fun. I was listening back to one of the episodes when we made that game that we wanted to turn into a Kickstarter game and we couldn't decide on the name of it. It was, I still don't know what it's called. I wrote it down as Dream Mistake, but some people would say it was Real Mistake or Real Estate. Or I don't know. We said dream estate, and then it started morphing into something yeah. else. Or real, real estate. What real estate? The word real estate was it just <laughs> like something. A little bit unreal estate. Oh, yeah, unreal estate. That's a good one. Unreal estate. Okay, mm. let's go with that. Because I think it got so far from real estate, it became dream mistake, which doesn't <laughs> sound anything like what real estate is. <laughs> So I thought we could play that again. <clears throat> How's that um, sound? Tom, you're muted, right? by the way. Okay. Thanks, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> all right, is that I all right? made a few cracker jokes when everyone didn't hear. I was wondering why <laughs> no one was laughing. <laughs> what was that piece of paper? Was that your, all your jokes written down? Like, oh, this is useless. Throw it away. Wait, we're going to have paper for this? Oh, man. Oh, your phone, right? Or your phone. I just find it easier, right? Oh, man. Where's my phone? All right. Uh, For those that don't know, Callum, sorry. (laughs) Uh, This game that we're playing um, is called Unreal Estate. And what it is is uh, one person is going to uh, describe a crap house, a really weird, strange house. It doesn't uh, have to be crap. It can just be a unique house. Yeah, just unique a house. very yeah. um, out of the ordinary. Out of the ordinary, yeah. And then yeah. Uh, your your job is as the real estate agent. You have to try and write the description for realestate.com or whatever domain, and you have to write it in a way that sells it in the best light possible. Callum, does that make sense? It makes sense. Love it. All right, yeah. and then I guess whoever gets it right, uh, we move on. Uh, to and they get to create a house or something. All right, maybe I'll start us off with the first uh, place uh, to describe. So you might want to take notes of uh, some of the crappy stuff that I say or weird stuff. Um, there's a tree in the house bursting out of the floor. There's a tree in the house. Um, at night, you get um, about... 20 possums, 20 possums occupying as well, in the walls. And um, the north-facing um, wall is all glass. Sounds amazing. So are, <laughs> really? pos- are there possums in the glass? <laughs> yeah, the walls. <laughs> I'll say I'll give you guys two, three minutes to try and write a nice 
description for my house. 30 seconds. Don't let me down. Really need to sell this house for obvious reasons. What are the obvious reasons? Oh, yeah, I get it. What do you mean? The 20 possums that are living in my walls. <laughs> I'm good. Got mine. Practically wrote an essay. This should be a course. This should be a course. Oh, honestly, it is... Uh... Probably the most writing I've done. <laughs> All right, time's up. Time is up. We're going to go around. Callum, do you want to kick us off? What do you got? Do it. Warmth from the inside out. This place is a living piece of real estate, bathed in sunlight during the day with north-facing windows. And with naturally natural possum-heated walls, you'll never feel alone. <laughs> Experience true life and climb to new heights on the indoor tree, a true treasure to behold. Very good. Nice. Very nice. Very, nice. Nice. Very good. work for the first time. Tom, what do you got? Unique, exciting opportunity to be close to nature with this partially eco-friendly architectural design. <laughs> Never be alone again as nature is right on your doorstep and sometimes in your walls. <laughs> <laughs> North-facing rooms have ample sunlight and um, many opportunities to explore your ex- exhibitionism. Les? All right. <laughs> this nature enthusiast paradise will truly inspire its occupants. The growing cedar in the main atrium represents the strength and stability of the walls. <laughs> While your possum neighbours will put them to the test. The true landmark is the floor-to-ceiling glass wall that will help you get your bearings as well as inspire you with the daily nature views. Wow. Submit it. Shit, right? Submit it. Get it published. <laughs> yeah. I want to see it in Angus and Robertson, Les. That was great. Thank you. <laughs> All right, in about Lydia. a month's time. <laughs> There you go. Fall asleep to the soothing nature calls of 20 bush-tailed possums humping between your walls. <laughs> get used to it because these possums get knocked up easy and will have even louder offspring. <laughs> do you like it when people watch you get changed? I know I do. With a glass wall for your bedroom, you will get to know your neighbours quicker than you think. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Matt? Nature enthusiast's dream With a giant tree in the middle of the house Local wildlife inside the walls And a big glass wall to see everything outside All the beauty of the great outdoors Without ever having to go outside Yep, that's right Nice Jace The greenhouse This modern suburban dream home Is the perfect balance of aesthetics and functionality With a sprawling indoor-outdoor <laughs> North-facing garden Your home will be bathed in light with native wildlife at hand, you'll soon forget you're in quiet, boring suburbia. The chic, modern design with floor-to-ceiling glass walls also helps this eco-friendly home harness the power of nature to keep your home hot in summer and cold in winter. <laughs> <laughs> Just as we like. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, Les, I think you got that one. Hey, I'm not video got that. Nah, oh, yours is really good. Yours is uh, really good. Lydia, yours is good as well. Les, you got that one. So you get to choose now what kind of house we're going for. All right, all what right. Sell. I feel like Gil, you know, from The Simpsons. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Gil needs to sell house. All Come right, on, man, you gotta give me a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Bill? No, don't put him on the phone. So we You want me to dance? Yeah, I'll dance. We have a living room entirely filled with water. We have a graveyard in the kitchen. And one more thing. You have a nasal hair removal studio in the backyard. Are there studios for nasal hair removal? That's it. That's it. That's nasal hair, right? (laughs) Nasal hair. Not a laser hair, a nasal hair. So it's the opposite to Shane Warren. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Are those the ones? Those it. That's a living room entirely filled with water, a graveyard in the kitchen, and a nasal hair removal studio in the backyard. Time starts now, guys. Oh, no. I just deleted mine. (laughs) (laughs) what have you got here nope 
All right, Matt, Matt can go last go. to try and recover. I'll go, no, I'll go now because that wallet's still fresh in my head. Okay, all right. All right, uh, let's go. Wait, just real quick. Let me write down the, the key points. Right. Damn, I, I really like mine too. <laughs> Uh, step, step into your dream. Oh, what was it? No. Are you sure you don't want to go last? No, no, because it's fresh in my head at the moment. Yeah, step into your your dream home and your dream career. <laughs> this this home has a uh, built-in nasal hair removal studio, a, a living room size swimming pool located in the living room. And hey, oh, this is really. And hey, if your cooking's bad enough, bad enough to kill your guests, you can just bury them in the conveniently located graveyard in the kitchen. <laughs> That's all I remember. <laughs> I think that was it. Uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. Go ahead, Lydia. You go next. Okay. Hope you brought your swimmers. Our living room is an enclosed body of water. Just adjacent to this is the kitchen cemetery where many who are buried are lives lost in alleged drownings of the living room. The hustle and bustle of the community is right in your backyard. They'll implant donated no nasal hair anywhere on your body for an unbeatable price. That's good. Longer? Okay. Uh, go for it. A chef's dream. Every cook needs a kitchen to befit their talent. With four ovens, a walk-in pantry, a separate butler's kitchen, a graveyard, no expense has been spared to make sure every meal is to die for. <laughs> Flowing on from the open-plan kitchen dying area, the living room is bursting with character and water. The indoor pool <laughs> sports underwater TVs, sound systems, and a couch for your entertaining needs. An amazing chance to recruit some of your costs with the on-site established business where your nosy neighbours are your best clients. <laughs> nice. Nice. I've never heard of them, like, uh, an estate, like, try, sell, selling the place, but also including the furniture. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to remove. <laughs> Promoting how good the couch is in your house, even though they know <laughs> that it's going to go couch. away. <laughs> okay, I'm up next. All right. Um, one of a kind living opportunity. Ever been afraid of running out of water? We've got you covered. More specifically, we have your living room covered. Harness the power of hundreds of generations of nonnas to impress your guests with food that is good enough to wake the dead. Worried about a too big a mortgage? Don't worry. This house also comes with business opportunities in the form of a nasal hair removal studio. Nice. nice. Very good. Yeah. Hard to follow. All right. Hollywood, look out. There's a new, versatile paradise that will give you all you need to become the next Nicolas Cage. Hold your breath. (laughs) Hold your breath as you watch all-time classics in the underwater aquatic living room. Find national treasure in the graveyard kitchen and ensure you always look your best, even in the backyard with a built-in nasal salon. Pretty soon, you and the family will all be shouting, the bees in style. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Very nice. Very nice. Oh, really? How long to the Nicholas Cage thing? <laughs> <laughs> you started with the Nicholas Cage and worked backwards. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll go. Um, damp living is the hottest thing in 2020. This house includes a primary water tank to reduce your water bills, uh, ample storage space in the kitchen. Buried six feet under for natural food or other preservation needs. With a nasal hair removal salon included on your land, tax deductions uh, ensure you will be getting bang for your buck. Uh, uh, Buy now and say bye-bye to your nose hair. With a clear nose, you can smell how damp this place really is. Uh, I, I gotta be honest. I'm a sucker for the Nick Cage. So oh, it's gotta be going. It. Yeah, well done, yeah. Callum. Nice. Give us a house. Don't lose this one, Matt. All right, Callum, you get to choose a few things for the house. You guys ready? Yeah. There is a room with no floors. The TVs are all on the roof. All on the roof. Is it? Is it the whole? Or the whole roof? Or is the it ceiling? Just like one the ceiling, ceiling. Sorry, not the roof. And then the final point is there is a four-kilometre driveway. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. 
That's good. So, right. room yeah. with no floors, TV is only on the ceiling, and a four-kilometer driveway. Correct. Okay. All right. Time starts now. Let's do it. Now, when you say a room with no floors, does that mean... No, you're doing... That's exactly... <laughs> you, you, you work it out. It's all interpreting how you felt. It's all interpreting it that way. All uh, I'm happy to go for us on this one. Go for it. All right. You'll be falling in love with this house as you perpetually fall, uh, uh, admire the ceilings plastered with non-working TIAC TVs. <laughs> Enjoy the serenity as you drive down our gravel Forrest Gump driveway replica. Get in quick before prices are driven up further than your drive home. All right. Should we go next? Yeah. An acreage masterpiece nestled on a massive 12,050 square metre block. <laughs> what? Where did you get this from? <laughs> Footnote, the driveway constitutes 12,000 square metres. <laughs> <laughs> in one of the state's most prestigious suburbs, this home presents a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. No expense has been spared to create this stunning abode with literally no flaws. After a hard day's work, enjoy lying down to watch your favourite shows on the inbuilt ceiling TVs before falling asleep. That's why. Nice. Tom? Nice. Okay. An, isol- an isolationist dream. Are you introverted enough that even during the stage four lockdown, you're sick of seeing people? <laughs> With a 4K driveway, you'll ensure that you're left in peace and quiet. Rooms are very spacious with high ceilings. With an opportunity like this, things are looking up for you, which is convenient because that's where all your TVs are. (laughs) (laughs) All right. When coming home after a long day feels like a Sunday drive, you wouldn't want to be anywhere else during this COVID-19 pandemic season. Bunker down this 2020 with everything you need to stay isolated, like never, never having to go outside to take the bins out thanks to your bottomless pit room. (laughs) And why get out of bed to binge watch Netflix on the couch when you can just look up and watch it off any ceiling in your house because that's how depressed you'll be. (laughs) Finally, fulfill your one-hour exercise requirement by hiking down the driveway to get your mail. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Leah. Sick of saying, sorry, guys, I can't come out today. I'm mopping the floors. Well, have we got the house for you? <laughs> provide a stupid inconvenience and hassle of floors, view down into the vast emptiness below you. View up as all your entertainment needs are plastered to the ceiling above. With a four-kilometre radius, you'd be thankful that your mailbox is within your five-kilometre radius for COVID restrictions. And <laughs> that. <laughs> Uh, highly customizable, currently no installed floors, so you can choose your own kind of flooring. Highly recommend something soft so you can lie down on it and watch the state-of-the-art ceiling TV. Four-kilometer kilo- four driveway keeps the house far away from any road noise. I wish I said that it's in the heart of Melbourne CBD. <laughs> A four-kilometer <laughs> driveway in the heart of CBD. <laughs> Well, what's your address? Like one to a thousand Burke Street? (laughs) (laughs) Just that design building at the end of uh, Swanson Street. (laughs) Your driveway is pretty much like the Eastern Freeway. Yeah. Oh, well, it's the driveway four kilometers like going up like like a car park in the city to reach to your house at the top. That's true. How high can a property be? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think think Lydia won that one. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Nice one. Yay. Nice. 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 All right, Lydia, you choose. Okay. It's six stories high, but um, the staircase only has 30 stairs. So (laughs) (laughs) it's a very steep incline. They need to get it going. Yeah. Um. The previous owners live on the top story still. That's one of the requirements. 
Which story? The top story? The top story. And um, uh, and the whole house is a sphere. Happy with That's that? It. All right. All right. Let's get, let's get going. All right. I'm good. Yeah, me too. You guys done? Short and sweet, just hitting the key points. Big. <laughs> that's, that's yours. Big, nice. <laughs> Round. <laughs> you like bubble butts? How about bubble house? <laughs> like Cardi B? Well, this gives you cardio. <laughs> All right. I'll go first. Uh, let's go first. I'll go I'll first. Let's get the ball rolling on this six-story wonder home. Truly a mountain climber's dream with its inbuilt fitness challenges to get between floors. Any major questions about the property shouldn't come through me, though. You should ask the previous owners as they'll be living directly above you. Also, it's shaped like a ball. Get it? Get the ball rolling like the first thing I wrote. (laughs) Nice. Hey, good oh, thing you had the nasal studio in your previous home because this one's a bit on the nose. It's <laughs> <laughs> next. I, I can go. I'll go. Uh, perfect for your future family plans or squatting plans, this six-story sphere wonder ensures you don't slip, uh, skip leg day. Why pay $12 per month for gym membership when $850,000 is all it takes to ensure that uh, those great calves and and an attic full of people for security. Not bad, not bad. Nice. Okay. Um, come enjoy a well-rounded lifestyle in this fantastic investment opportunity. Impressive multi-level design. The floor to stair ratio is off the charts. <laughs> that doesn't seal the deal. This house also comes with two human beings. Don't lie. You've always wanted to own a person. <laughs> Play all with other people. You, you don't, don't buy the people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. You never said they did it. Oh, no, I lost it all. No, dang it. Ah, uh, no, I found it. Own a piece of architectural history with this sleek, atmospheric property. Oh, nice. Fairy tale of a home spans six stories but only 30 chap stairs with a separate floor set up for rental income. This owner, owner, occupier home will help it pay for itself in no time. Owner, owner, occupier. The, the chap stairs sounded better in your head, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it really good in my head. <laughs> this owner, owner, occupier. Don't lie. You want to, you want to own a human being. <laughs> <laughs> Right. High rollers only. This unique <laughs> house was designed by Michael Jordan himself with a basketball base and tactically challenging interior with oversized stairs, making sure you and your wife and the previous owners experience true privacy. <laughs> just like Jordan, the top floor always remains just out of reach, giving you something to look forward to when the owners die. Wordsmith Are you sick of houses with corners and edges? Ever wondered what it's like to live in a ball? Well this is the house for you House comes with built in social companions On top floors so you never feel lonely again I I never did anything about the stairs (laughs) Uh, Was that everyone? I think yeah Yeah. It probably goes to Tom no. Yeah. You want to own a person. You want to own a person. It's so antagonizing as an ad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. We'll probably head off now. Well, you, guys gotta go? Go? you guys can continue if you want. All right. All right. Thanks, Elia. Thanks, Matt. Talk to you soon. Bye. 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 Hey, guys. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm thinking this house has no windows, only doors. So it's all doors. Is that two different things or is that one, one thing? Yeah, so there's no windows in this house. They're all doors. So that's one yeah, thing. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm just picturing like this awesome house that just has giant windows with like with doors just opening. That makes it so much easier. I could totally hey, genius get down with that. I'd buy it. 
Sold. Yeah. Um, put a fly screen door and you, you're set. <laughs> Should we just advertise for a house of no windows, just doors? <laughs> I think it's all oh, no, I'm just like um, <laughs> in a mental blank. Um, is, is haunted. There's ghosts. And... Is it like a family of ghosts or is it just like infestation of ghosts? <laughs> infestation of ghosts. <laughs> or, is it like a, uh, or is it like from the movie Ghost? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an infestation of the movie Ghost. So yeah, everyone wants to do that one scene all the time. <laughs> everyone all wants to do for your love. Like it's a house full of ghosts fighting for your love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It would be like the human, what is it, the human centipede, but everyone's just trying to do pottery with you. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Infested with ghosts and all the ghosts are obsessed with you. In a good way? Well, in in a romantic way. I feel like we'll just be playing, what is it, like Unchained Melody or something like that? Got it? Yep. All right, let's do it. Man, this one's one's made for print. But anyway, that's fine. Yeah, oh, this one's made for print, but I'm going to say it as well. That's going to be... Wani, when I say this one's made for print, I meant my one word because I've got nothing else. So it's no windows, only doors, and haunted. And all the ghosts are obsessed with you. Mm. Chase, how you doing? Uh, you guys can go. I'll finish it by the time it comes around to me. <laughs> okay. All right. all right. I'll go first. Doors, doors, doors. All the fucking doors. <laughs> doors, doors. <laughs> no windows. <laughs> Just doors. Definitely a home for someone lonely as you'll definitely feel the love from the afterlife. Pretty sure you'll need a ghost fetish to live here. Good thing is there's no windows, so no one will judge you. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Callum, you want to go? All right. Open a doorway to a new world. Just as Casper the friendly ghost did, you may just find love in this unique Open, close, plan house. (laughs) (laughs) With no windows and only doors, swing in and run out in any direction as you are perused by the spirit of Pepe Le Pew, a spiritual (laughs) awakening. Very nice. Very nice. All right. If you love Apple products and Steve Jobs is your idol, then this is the house for you. There are no windows. (laughs) If you feel like a... (laughs) If you feel like a stupid-ass loser, this is the house for you as there is an infinite amount of open-door opportunities. If you are a desperate, if you are desperate for love and blind, this is the place for you as this, is, as this ghost orgy will ensure your love best, as your love, uh, ensure your love best pleasures are always satisfied. Like they say, when one door closes, try the other door. <laughs> Very nice. It's me now, right? Yeah. A loser's fantasy home. (laughs) Tired of staring through windows at couples making love? This house is for you. Never stare longingly through a window again as you'll open doors to opportunities you never thought possible. With clear-skinned, horny ghosts ready to obsess over the next owner, this haunted house is for you. Oh, nice. Great salesmanship in that one. I have to sell it. It's got to go. Take it. Only $690,069. I'm going to go with Josh. Hey. Nice one, Josh. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Let's just doors, doors, doors. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, doors, me, doors. Don't appreciate that. No windows. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> no windows. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we gonna you gonna do one more? Yeah, yeah. This is uh, an apocalypse bunker uh, with no ventilation. <laughs> no ventilation. <laughs> um, uh, seven dwarves who are also sexual predators. <laughs> Three, isn't it? Uh, let's go with that. Apocalypse bunker, no ventilation, seven dwarves, sexual predator. That is that are sexual predators. Ooh, like it. <laughs> Not the sexual predators. <laughs> it, it's ghost again, but it's like really <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> All right, time starts now. <laughs> is the sexual predator thing too dark? 
No, it's okay. Because I can change it to this is a place where they film porn. No, 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 it's all right. <laughs> I've restarted. Yeah. Okay, all right. I'll keep going. All right, go, Tom. Are you a prepper? Well, prep for a great deal on this indestructible piece of real estate. So completely secure, not even air can get it. <laughs> get along well with your space-conscious roommates who are so skilled with kidnapping prostitutes, soon be singing, hi-ho, hi-ho. <laughs> wow, solid, I like it. Wow. That's Tom, true. you and I have pretty much got the first line <laughs> the same. Oh, no. Not the rule, if it's similar, cut it out. Uh, go, Les, go, Les. This is, this is mine. It's very short as well, by the way. Are you a doomsday prepper? Is auto-asphyxiation your fetish? <laughs> How about people who are four feet tall and sexually active? <laughs> well, have I got a place for you. <laughs> nice. That's good. That's good. No, that wasn't that similar. It's just, yeah, oh, it's just the, the first line. line. Yeah, yeah. Just the first yeah, yeah, line. Yeah. As soon as you said it, my, my mouth just dropped. I was like, <laughs> oh, no. Have we got the same thing? All right, Jase, you go. All right, this, this property is called Snow White House. As the world crumbles and people live their life in fear of COVID, relax in a self-contained bunker villa. N95 masks, HEPA filters, face shields all fail, but you'll be impervious to the outside world's air with no ventilation. Remind yourself of what life used to be with the indoor flora and garden dwarfs fornicating. <laughs> Felt as fauna. Kating, but yeah, fornicating. Got it. Like it. Alrighty. Hi ho, hi ho. Apocalypse with no <laughs> ventilation. Can <laughs> <laughs> smell the future and past with heavy atmospheric ventilation. Safe from everything. Just sleep four feet above ground as the seven feisty living companion dwarves love to get down, even if you don't. Uh, I think Callum can get that one that's really good oh good work guys that was good that was good I love this game that was was a fun game yeah it's very good yeah I think we should market it 100% yeah Jace registered every every possible variation of this and the concept yeah we we trademark it yeah we're squatting on this idea that's it (laughs) No release for six and a half uh, years. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Going around the squares, we've got Jason. See ya. Tom. Gotcha. Les. See ya. Callum. Bye-bye. And myself, Josh. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.